All right. Craig is recording the call, so everybody make sure to keep your dicks in your pants. Avoid legal snags by telling you to record. Hey, I'm recording. You know what? I'm sorry for whatever pops out. You never know. <laughs> I'm going to say Legal consent uh, was given by all members of this party. Um, now all right. Get your face on here, boy. All right. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to start off with the three of you. Each of you starts by waking up in separate rooms. So how do you guys want to go about doing the order of who does what first? That way we have some more of an order and we don't get kind of jumbled. Uh, Wade, how about you pick a number one through 10 and then we'll go pick a number. Okay. All right. Then. Okay. So Dingus picked one. Coco. Eight. And Panda. Four. All right. So the number was one. So it's going to go Panda, Dingus, and then Coco. Boom. All right, perfect. Perfect, boys, let's do this. All right, so we're starting off. All right, so Panda, you wake up, and you wake up in this very musty, dark room. Uh, You look around at your surroundings, and you're noticing uh, curtains over these very dim-lit windows, as if there's some sort of streetlight coming in from some... Some window you think you see a streetlight coming in from. We'll just go with that. Uh, so looking forward, you're seeing what looks like a hospital room. Very, very run down, though, as if nobody's been there for at least a good four to five years, maybe plus. Uh, you do notice you are strapped down to the table that you are laying on. Oh, oh. I don't like that. Um... I'd like to see if there's any way for me to get loose from the straps. All right. Well, you notice next to you there is a very small panel, kind of like a tray of different tools, one that is just within your reach, and there is a way for you to grab a scalp or a scalpel. I'm going to grab the scalpel and try to cut myself loose. All right. I really wish I had my physical dice here. I gotta use frickin' uh, an iPhone. <laughs> iPhone dice rolling machine. <laughs> Alright, so then you grab the you grab the scalpel and as you do you pull it in and it actually nicks into your wrist. Just enough to do a little bit of bleeding, but nothing too bad. You're able to first or cut your first wrist free and now you pull out your arm. And getting out of your uh, the rest of your restraints, you do get off the table. And we're going to stop you, Dingus. We're coming into you, Dingus. You wake up in a very, very dark, what looks like almost a coffin-like feel to it. Uh, you oh. don't know exactly what's coming around you, except you do notice there is a little bit of light coming in from cracks right above your head, right above it, like up here. Okay. There's no light anywhere else. Hmm? There's no light anywhere else. No, you... Oof, that was, that was a microphone issue. <laughs> so basically, 
you'll notice that it's, like I said, it's a coffin feel. You can feel that there are walls all around you as if you are in a small compartment. Um, I guess then I push on the top piece. All right. My head. If I, can I get my hand like that or am I kind of screwed? Yep. Very, very, um, pretty much very tightly, you're able to push your hands above your head and push open this door. It sends out your, basically the slab that you are on, it sends it out into the room and you notice all around you dead bodies on uh, other places exactly mm-hmm. like where you came out of. You basically came out in what you, you know to look like a morgue. So basically, you notice a bunch of the uh, doors like yours have been opened. Okay. Well, then I crawl out. All right. So coming out of it, you're basically getting onto the floor, looking around. You're seeing a couple of bodies on some tables in the in the near, pretty much vicinity of you. You're seeing a bunch of different, like, cadavers all over the place, some extra tools here and there, uh, a couple of scalpels, and, you know, certain things you'd find in a morgue. Uh, as if somebody was getting ready to actually perform an autopsy, one that you eerily feel seemed like it might have been your autopsy. Ooh, that's not good. And so with that, we're going to stop you and go to Coco. So <laughs> Coco, <laughs> Coco, you wake up and you're looking around. For some reason, you're on the floor of an office. Don't know exactly what it looks like, but it's almost like you're in the secretary's office. You see a, a normal desk in front of your face with some things here and there, but they actually look like they have been forcibly pushed aside. Other than that, you notice a bookshelf to your left, and behind you, you notice a door leading out into a hallway. What would be your first move, sir? I want to search the desk. All right. Sorry. <clears throat> Searching the desk, you're looking around here, there, and everything, everywhere. You don't notice anything of real importance. Uh, you do pull open the top right uh, shelf on that, and you do actually find a six-shooter revolver with no shots in it. The fuck, he gets a gun? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take it's... that with me in case I find, you know, any bullets for it. <laughs> Just so you're aware, Dingus, this is all rolls, man. You, <laughs> your locations were already set on where you were coming in, but everything else that you find, that's all up to the die. <laughs> I'm going to take the gun with me in case I find any bullets for it. All right. So with that, we'll leave you at the desk heading towards the door. Panda, right on back into you, sir. Coming to... Obviously, you've seen your surroundings. You know what you're looking at. Uh, you do have the scalpel in your hand. You're off the table. What you're looking with a second glance, you're noticing that you're in an operating room. You see a large glass pane up about 10 feet, and it does look like there were some people looking in down at you. Um, you do notice a couple of dark figures up there, but you can't really discern any kind of features. Looking around you, you do notice a few bodies on the floor, ones that actually look like they were doctors. Um, I kill some people? Okay. I'd like to get up and start looking for any way out of this room. I don't want to be in here with people. (laughs) 
All right, so you're looking around, looking at everything. You obviously notice a door. It's just to the uh, north end of the of the room, and you notice, oh, hey, this door is unlocked. But there are no other discernible doors in that room. All right, going through that door, you do come out into another room. You see a few sinks here and there, as if it's a washroom getting ready for operations, where you wash your hands up. Uh, you notice a few... Minor details that just seem a little off-putting. Um, one of the sinks is completely covered in blood. Other than that, you also notice a headless man in the corner, just kind of sitting. <laughs> Other than that, you notice some sponges thrown around the room and a few different things. Uh, you notice that the man looks like he got had an altercation, which led with the blood on that sink um I'd like to is there is there any other like way out of the little cleanup room back into what essentially would I would assume would be a hospital yeah basically leaving into the hallway yep there is a door behind you basically as you came through the first door to your right you see another door that you can definitely tell leads to a hallway I want to can I, I want to see if I can see out there without actually going. All right. Hold on. All right. So you look out into the uh, hallway. You notice there's a few things off about it. Obviously, the lights are flickering, so that kind of is a little bit off-putting. But you also notice blood smeared on the walls and the floors and what looks like a few bodies in the body bags on rolling tables. Um, I'm just going to start walking down the hall, try to find anyone alive that I can talk to. All right. So you have three directions you can go, but we will come right back to that. Dingus, we are on you. You are now still standing in this morgue. You notice, like I said, there's a few scalpels here and there, a few tools scattered about, all those bodies on those beautiful slabs of tables waiting for you to kiss them, uh, you know. And you do notice a door in the far corner to your right, just off that side. I'm going to enter the door, I suppose. All right. Heading to the door, you open, and as you open, boom, a body falls directly on top of you. Cool. Um, well, hmm. Well, I fall to the ground with the body, so <laughs> I'm going to take the body and get the fuck off of me. All right. Pushing the body off of you, you notice it has a lab coat on, one that seems to be a little scuffed up in some something that doesn't look like blood. It's a very black, gooey substance all over his chest. Uh, you do notice in his top breast pocket over his heart, there is a note sticking out. Well, I guess I'll take the note. All right. Pulling the note out, you open it, and it's still covered in a lot of that black goo, which is now getting all over your hands. You read the note, and it says, We're all doomed. Now, your your next move, sir, after reading that and still laying next to a nice dead body. 
Ah, oh, I thought I got up. Uh, <laughs> nope, you read that thing on the floor. <laughs> oh, I tried to find something to wipe, wipe the goo off of myself. I might get All up right. and look around the room, I guess. All right. You notice a towel on the counter just off to your left from the doorway. You pick it up, you wipe off the goo, and you throw it to the side, and you head back to the door, opening it again, and noticing it leads into a hallway. In the hallway, you see the lights flickering and a few... Uh, Alright. Sorry, wife is coming out of the room. Oh, no worries. So in the, in the hallway, you notice uh, the lights flickering uh, very ominously. Uh, and then you notice that there is the reception desk just diagonal from you. Down the hallway, you see a figure standing in an open door. And to your left, you see another figure standing outside of another open door. To your right, you see nothing down the hallway. Just a few wheelchairs down. scattered around. Let's and there's go, a... go away from the people. People are scary. <laughs> All right. So we'll stop with you as you're going to the right. You're going to take off to the right where there's nobody. Coco, we're coming into you. You came out of your area into your hallway. You're looking around. You've got two ways to go. You can either go left or right. As you look left, you notice basically it's just a long, dark hallway. There's no lights whatsoever down that hallway. There is a kind of what looks like the figure of something, but you can't quite make out what it looks like. It is at the end of the hallway, and it looks like it's sleeping. Down the right side of the hallway, as you look, you notice there is a receptions desk just leading to another left turn, or down the hallway as well, you can go. You do notice a figure start walking down the hallway farther away from you. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm going to go towards the uh, reception desk. I don't like dark hallways. All right. Getting to the reception's desk, you, you pass by a few doors here and there on your left and right side, noticing that they lead into what looks like patients' rooms. Some of those, some of those beds look like there's still people in them. Uh, you get to the reception's desk, and you notice down that long hallway to the left, there's a, a figure standing outside of a doorway. The other figure's just down the hallway from you. And at the reception's desk, there's a phone just sitting there with a blinking yellow light. Um, I'm going to pick up that phone and see if, it ain't, if it's not a message or anything. All right. Picking up the phone, pressing the little yellow button, you hear... Hello, this is Dr. Se or, bleh, sorry. <laughs> this is Dr. Stevens' office. I am not currently in the office right now, but if you'd like to get a hold of me, my receptionist, Becca, would always be willing to take your phone calls. The phone number is 957-555-8832. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. And it clicks off. Hmm. I write that number down. On a piece of paper, I can't find one. Since it's a reception desk, I figure there's a piece of paper I can write this down on. There is a pen and a few pieces of scrap paper. You write the number down, 
8863. All right. So you have that number down. I have it written over here. So if you need it at any point, feel free to ask for it. Now, Coco, we're going to stop with you. Back over to you, Panda. Panda, outside your door, you notice three hallways, one to your left, one to your right, and one straight in front of you. The one to your left, you notice, goes down a few different places. It kind of goes into like a Y shape, as if it's two hallways branching off from your original hallway. One to the left of that is going down some stairs, and the one to the right is leading to a room. The one hallway to your right, you notice, goes down, and there is a hanging ceiling. Uh, sorry, there is a hanging sign from the ceiling, and it is telling you that that is the psychiatric ward down that hallway. Looking down your the main hallway in front of you, you do notice there is a man or a figure standing at a reception's desk down that hallway. And you do recall seeing a figure walk away from an open doorway in front of you moments, only moments before. I'm going to walk about halfway from me to the reception desk and say hello. All right. This person isn't going to murder me. <laughs> All right. Good. I like that role. <laughs> I don't. That's a, that's a, no, that's a very good role because uh, if it was low, it would have been really bad. Um, Coco, you do hear somebody yell hello from the end of the hallway. Well, sorry, from about midpoint of the hallway as you saw the figure start walking towards you. Panda, you scream, and you do recognize Coco. And you're like, oh, hey, someone familiar. So from there... Your, what is your next move, sir? I'm going to go over to the reception desk and ask Coco what the hell's going on and where we are. All right. So the way this is going to work is when you guys speak to each other, that's going to be real time. Mm -hmm. You guys have the conversations. There will be no turns. It'll mm -hmm. be discussing things. Other than that, it'll be uh, when you need to know information is when I will chime in. So conversations between each other will happen. Um, since you two are together now, I will be jumping over to Dingus, who is walking away. Dingus, you're walking down the hallway. And as you are walking by, you are noticing on left and right sides of you, there are open doors leading into patients' rooms. You do notice that some of those patients seem to be in those beds. As you're going down that hallway more, you do notice a hanging sign towards the end, and that one says uh, pediatrics. Okay, so I'm just walking down the hallway. <clears throat> I guess I go in the pediatrics room? I don't know. All right. <laughs> All right, so you open the door to the pediatrics room, and you walk in. And uh, as you walk in, you notice, basically, it looks like a nursery. Uh, a few toys here and there scattered all over the place. A teddy bear with its head ripped off in the corner. Uh, you notice it's a nice little play mat on the middle of the floor. There's a nice little desk in the corner for where the teacher would have been. Um, and then you, you, hear, you hear the corner of your ear, Daddy! Are you home? 
And I leave. Bye. <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Oh, I leave. Good, that, good I choice. Leave. Good choice. <laughs> oh, okay, so you walk back out into the hallway, and the only way to go back is back towards the uh, the reception's desk. Unless you want to go into any one of those uh, rooms, patients' rooms. We can explore one. Let's explore one. All right. Which one? There are three on each side heading back towards that reception's desk. The middle one on the right side. Middle one right side? All right. So you walk into that room, opening the door slowly. As you get into the room, you notice there are two beds to your left side. One, two, and there is a little sheet in between them. On the right side, you do notice what would be like the little the little bookshelf area. Not a, sorry, not a bookshelf. It would be like um, a little shelving unit with all of the different doctor's uh, utensils and different uh, equipment that they need. I don't remember what they call those. Either way, it's a supply rack. We'll go with that. You notice directly to your left as you walk in, bless you, is directly to your left as you walk in is a bathroom. The door is wide open. In the bathtub, you do notice a woman who is laying there. And now it's up to you. What do you want to do? I am looking for a weapon on the shelf with all the stuff. Some kind All of right. knife or scalpel or whatever. All then right. I, then I approach the chick. You do notice a few different scalpels on there and what looks like a very, very mm. long bone saw. Ooh, I want that one. All right. Taking the bone saw, you notice it's almost pointed at the end as if it was used as a, as a weapon prior. The fuck? Walking into the bathroom, you come around the corner and turn, and you look down, and there's a woman with a gown on as if she was a patient. You notice her jaw is removed, and there's blood leaking all the way down the front end of it. Her her eyes have been ripped out of her head, and she's just laying there motionless. I stab her with the bone saw, and I leave. <laughs> Double tap. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Stabbing it with a bone saw, it lunges towards you, screaming this loud screech. (laughs) And it grabs you by the the arms and pushes you into the wall. I I start stabbing it again, over and over and over and over again. You notice each time you stab it, the wounds keep opening up with this black ooze you remember seeing on the scientist prior and it's dripping out its chest dropping to the floor and finally it goes motionless and drops cool am I hurt? no you are not hurt you don't have any wounds you did get out of it unscathed alright time to leave alright leaving Leaving the door wide open, you walk out and walk into the hallway. 
start heading back to the desk. As you get to the desk, you notice two figures standing next to each other. What do you do? I approach with weapon drawn, and I say, I will stab motherfucker. All right. To kill me. <laughs> All right, Coco and Panda, you both are standing there, and you see this figure come out covered in this black ooze and blood, holding this weapon as if it's pointed, ready at, ready to stab you. And he goes, I've got a weapon ready, motherfuckers. Don't try nothing. I pulled the gun I have out, knowing there's no bullets in it, but I pull it out and I will shoot you, motherfucker, if you come any closer. You don't fucking kill anybody. Everybody stop trying to kill people. I lower my weapon. That's good. Uh, so the roll was also high enough that each one of you now feels a little more at ease recognizing each other. You do notice each other, and obviously Dingus looks a little different with that black ooze all over his chest and everything like that, but he is still Dingus. Dingus, you're oozing a little bit. Um, you got a towel, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you want a piece of paper? I mean, I got paper here that we can try to clean the towels, but there ain't no towels here, guys. Uh, definitely need a towel. Right as you, out of one of these rooms. as you all talk, you hear the PA system come on. That's a really bad PA system. I apologize. I'll work on that. <laughs> and it comes on with a uh, voice that says, oh, hello there. I notice you three have found each other. This should be a very fun time. I don't know if you know where I am. But there's a specific place that you should be, and other places you shouldn't. Can you find out which is which? And then right as it says that, it shuts off, and you hear a very, very loud set of screams. What sounds like coming from every direction. Oh god, zombies. What? Oh god, zombies. I'm not gonna lie, that was a sexy thing. Oh, well thank you. Alright guys, I kind of want to find some bullets for this gun here. Maybe we can protect ourselves a little bit better in this situation. We need to leave. Which way have we not gone? I came from this way. Where did you guys come from? Well, I came from that way, and if I would have kept going, as you can see, it's pretty dark down that hallway, and there's something over there, and I don't freaking trust it. I was strapped to a fucking table over that way, so you guys just listen. Well, it looks like we're going to have to go the way I came, and that's a dark-ass hallway, so... Hey, dang it, since, since you got a weapon, you go first. Um, I look around for a flashlight, or some kind of light, a phone, anything, anything that will shine light. Alright. Alright, perfect. So... As you are all walking down that hallway towards the dark end of the hallway, you do notice in one of the doors off to your right, there does look like a torch. Not a torch as in like a lightable torch, but a torch as in a flashlight. And it is hanging from the wall just on the inside of the door. But the door is just cracked open enough so you can see the flashlight. I got the damn weapon. I guess I'll go. Go. I have, uh, I have a scalpel. 
technically you technically you all have weapons Coco, oh. you just turn that gun around. It's a blunt force freaking trauma waiting to happen. But I have the most appropriate weapon. I can Very fight true. with it. Mr. Dingus here has a bone saw. Understandable. You have the and most kill weapon. What do you do, sir? I go through the damn doorway. We need the damn flashlight. Sorry. Alright. All right, so going through the doorway, you open it. How how quickly, this is my question, is how quickly do you want to open the door? Um, I kick the door in. All right. Kicking that door in. Coco, Panda, you notice to your left, down the dark hallway, a nice pair of really glowing red eyes appear. Dingus, you kick open the door, and you notice a figure go flying across the room as you kick the door in. That figure, that figure, that figure then collides with what looks like a uh, a bed that was up, and there is one of the uh, springs is broken out just enough to go through the chest of the creature. It's oozing that black ooze out and actually trying to come after you. It's like <laughs> swinging its hands, but it can't quite move. Grab the flashlight and get the fuck out. There's eyes. Guys, there's fucking eyes over here. Uh, guys, I feel like you shouldn't have made noise. I feel like we should have done this a little more stealthy. Somebody should have said something. Y'all know I'm kicking. Y'all know I'm kicking. That's fair. Uh, We can take partial credit for that. We should have. We should have said. So Ding is grabbing the flashlight, turning it on, flicking it down the hallway. Actually notices it's a cat. Thank God. Cat with very very demonic red eyes. It's a cat in a hospital. I don't you guys, listen. Time. I've seen Monty Python. Just because it's little doesn't mean it can't kill us all. The rabbit! The killer rabbit! I've zombie movie ever that involves a hospital. It's creatures. Yeah, I'm trust this hospital. We gotta find a way out of here. Yeah, we gotta go. Okay, so yeah. as you guys as you guys turn on the flashlight, you know that you have to go down the hallway that the cat is in. Um, you do notice that the cat starts to purr. It starts rubbing its uh, body on your legs, just kind of nonchalantly sitting there purring as it's kind of rubbing on your legs, and it starts to follow you as you go through the doorway it was watching. I'm going to stab this fucking cat, bro. I'm stab it. No, 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 no. I'm Maybe not letting my guard down the cat. Here. Maybe if it was a puppy, but it's a cat. <laughs> Cats have Maybe if it was a puppy. And they're crazy when you get them mad. So I say we just keep this cat behind us. Nobody touch it, and we might be able to survive this. No, touch the cat. All right, so what is the final uh, verdict? What are you deciding to do with the cat? Not touching it. Not touching touch it. Let me follow Alright. So you all walk through the door and you notice it leads down some stairs. Uh, you continue. Yeah, let's walk down these stairs, guys. Alright. I just had to make sure because technically that is a decision you need to make. I can't force you down those stairs. 
No, this is the only way out, so I guess we have to go that way. Did you say something, dear? No. Nope. Okay, good. Okay, good. We're up back. All right, so as you go down the stairs, you notice the cat's just kind of like hanging out, chilling with you, going down the stairs. You're hearing some interesting sounds from down this area. As you come to the bottom of the stairs, you notice a direct right turn, which leads down a hallway that looks like it has two separate turns, one to the right, one to the left. I feel like we should go to this end of this corridor and see what's to the left and see what's to the right. Uh, Getting. So there's nothing behind. We, 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 whatever no. we do. It's just a it's a right corner. That's what it is. You get to the bottom of the stairs and it's directly to the right. Feel like we gotta know what's down these hallways again. I mean, we can't go back the other way. Deadly ass screams that way. We're all gonna die if we turn around. So forward march. As you hear what sounds like a lot of banging on the door above from the top of the stairs. Something trying to get through. And you hear the cat start hissing towards it. And it's getting a little little pissed off in that direction. Yeah, so let's trust the cat and not go the way that we hear the banging. Because so, you're, you st- <laughs> so you start heading down the uh, hallway and you get to the uh, your first choice. Your first choice is you turn right, you turn left, or you go forward. Oh, so this is, like a, this is like a chicken foot. I feel like we need to know what's down these hallways, guys. <sighs> I feel like we should make the sensible decision. And, you know, every cliche in every movie, let's split up. <laughs> no. I'm sticking with someone. To let oh, you I know, this, this, will, sword. this will go a lot faster if you guys stay together. There's nothing that's going to be found differently if you split up. <laughs> I'm going to let you know for that. That's the only thing I'll let you know. Right. The real question yeah, is which way we want to go, guys. Which Do way? We... Uh, left. Left? My vote. Left. left. Alright. So you go left and you come down this hallway... And as you come down this hallway, it's it's about probably 20 feet long. Uh, getting behind you is now getting a little bit darker as you're the only thing really lighting your way is the torch. Uh, the cat, as you get to the uh, get to another section, left, right, forward is another choice, and you hear the cat start to hiss just a little bit, but he's not pointing in any direction. He just feels a little on edge. I feel like, guys, we should figure out which direction this, this cat is not going to like from... and go the opposite way of that direction. I want to... I want to try to pick up the cat. Alright. Picking up the cat, you notice that he actually snuggles into your chest as if he's afraid. He, he then proceeds to climb up onto your shoulders. Um, I should actually verify or clarify how big it really is. It is about the size of, I'd say, about a four-month-old kitten. Oh, so it's tiny, tiny. 
Yeah, oh, so, I mean, sorry, yeah. I would have been uh, much quicker to pick it up if I knew it was tiny. Yeah, sorry. I should I should have verified that like right off the bat. <laughs> it's my fault. Stab a kitten or stab a full grown cat. I won't stab a kitten. Well, yeah, I'm here sitting thinking it's a full grown cat, so I'm like, yeah, I can handle itself. But now that I know it's a kitten, we should have pictures. Dingus is uh, Dingus is showing out murderous tendencies, gentlemen. Uh, murdering cats. Kittens, no less. Won't murder a kitten, but he'll murder a cat. Fucking eyeless. Whatever the hell that thing was. Eyeless, jawless. Was on me. That's I true. say we flash the flashlight down each hallway to see what, like, is down each room. See if we can see anything down each hallway. All right, so, tossing, or er, shining the flashlight down the left side hallway, you notice it goes down for a while. As if it's just a long corridor for a little bit. You do notice a little bit of something, but it doesn't look anything very uh, discernible. You can't really tell any kind of figures or features or anything. It's just a dark hallway with what some blobs down there. Um, you also point the flashlight forward, and it looks like a wall that leads to a 90-degree turn. And then as you flash it down the right side, you notice a short hallway that leads to a couple more uh, openings. Well, shit. Seems like we need to keep following the openings, so I vote we go that way. So going right? Yeah, I'll trust Panda's instinct on this and go right with Panda. All right. Heading right, you come down the corridor and you notice two, or sorry, you notice three three ways that you can go again, left, right, or forward. To the left, as you shine the flashlight down the hallway, since I know that's going to be your decision now that every time you come down, flash the left, you notice a, a wall that leads to a 90 degree turn going directly the other way. Uh... Going forward, you notice a long corridor for a while. Can't quite tell what's at the end of it. And to the right, you actually notice a very short hallway that leads to a wall with two turns, one going to the left or one going to the right. So I feel like if we go left, guys, that's going to lead us to just a roundabout circle. I feel like that's yeah, we're clearly circle. being we're clearly being led in circles. We should go down the long, dark, shitty hallway because you always go to the worst possible thing and that will get us the fuck out of here. Yeah, because I feel like if we go left or right, we're just going to keep going in circles. So let's just go straight ahead. I'm going to go slow because I feel like if we start going whichever way the cat doesn't like, I'm going to get an ear clawed off. All right. Well, the cat is still very calm now, kind of cuddling itself into your uh, into the nestle of your neck here. Um. You do keep going forward, and you come to a wall, and it's just a left turn, so you follow that down. And as you come to the end of that, you notice a little tiny f- something. It's, it's You can't quite tell what it is, but it's about that big. It's a little circular round thing, and it's on the floor in the corner. And the only way you can go is just around another 90-degree turn directly to the right. So, would you like to look at the thing that's on the floor, or would you like to just continue to go? 
feel like we should look and see what this thing is. Maybe it's a bullet. Maybe it's shiny enough. You know? I agree. We should. We should. Yeah, we need some. We need some bullets. Bullets are good. Yeah. All right. Well then, Coco, since you were the one that uh, registered the actual uh, idea, then uh, you will walk over to it and you pick up and you notice it's it's fairly lightweight, kind of uh, feel a metal to it, and uh, you open it and it's a compass. Yeah. All right, well, compass I'll take it with us. Compasses could come in handy. We need the compass. Well, if we do end up going in circles, that will pretty much give it away. Yes, true. So which way are we? If we take this ninety degree turn, which way will we be facing? As so soon as you take the, turns. as soon as you take the ninety degree turn, you start heading down the hallway. You are now heading east. Okay. So as you get there, you get to the end of the hallway, and there are two decisions: you either go left or right. As you shine the flashlight down the left end of the hallway, you notice that it leads to another area, giving you another decision, left or right. And if you lead it down the other hallway, it's a very curved hallway, so you can only barely see the end. Just enough to notice there's only one direction that it leads, which looks like it heads... Oops, sorry. Shall we go to the curve? I agree. Two to one. All right, so going the curved way, you come up to a corner, which leads to a 90-degree angle. As you walk, you notice that the compass leads from south into west. Coming up to a 90-degree turn, you go now that you're pointing south, coming out to a hallway. That now leads two directions. One to your left, or sorry, three directions. One to your left, which is another long, curvy hallway. One to your right, which is a fairly curvy hallway, which you tell leads directly back west. And there is one hallway heading directly south that's just long and dark. Well, if we go west, guys, I feel like that's just going to put us in a circle. So we want to go the other two directions. Looking to go in south. That's the way. I'll take you up on that. Let's just keep going south. Sounds good. Alright. Going down south, you come through the hallway and you do notice just below you on these uh, ends as you're going and you're walking, you're moving your flashlight back and forth, just kind of looking at the details. You're in a very long and it looks like it's made of brick. Uh, at the towards the bottom, you see what looks like drains, and you now finally notice, looking at the ground. Thank you, dice, for finally rolling high enough for this. You now look at the ground, and you notice that you've been walking through blood this whole time. Gross. Oh. Well, then. <laughs> I'm gonna keep, keep not. I'm gonna keep walking in blood. I don't really think I'm supposed to. Look at the ground. I feel like at some point we should find the source of all this blood. But, let's keep walking, guys. So as you get to another decision, you can either go left, which left would lead you directly to a right, or directly to a 90-degree turn, which would be heading back a little bit north. 
And then if you headed or head over to the right, you'd be heading down to an end of a hallway, which you notice has two discernible sit, uh, ways you can go left or right. And then uh, if you go down the hallway again, it leads you just down another part of the dark hallway. Okay, we've been walking down this long, dark hallway for too long. This is part of some kind of weird fucking maze. We're in a giant maze, guys. We're in a mousetrap at this point. Clearly, whoever has us here is toying with us and able to move shit. Do we have any sort of paper or anything on us still from earlier? I have um, a phone number. Yeah, yes, actually, Coco phone. has the phone number and the pen. So he has a little bit of space on that piece of paper. We need to start trying to mark places we've been. So let's look around to see if we see any, like, markings that can tell us what this, what we are right now, what is. All right. Looking around your surroundings, you're basically now standing in a four-way. If you look directly back the way you came, you're going north. If you look to your left, you're going uh, west. Behind you, or the way you were heading, is south. And the way to your right is east, as per you would. You notice on the walls there are a few things here and there. What looks like uh, it's been almost aging, decaying from the, uh, the blood itself has been just soaking into the brick and has been almost changing the color of this brick. It has been wearing it down as well, kind of as if it's been doing this for years. You look around at the the walls and you see a few places. One says there's a room or a few or symbols. Sorry, there are symbols on the wall to each of the corners of the ways to go. You look at the way you came from, and it shows an arrow pointing back the way you came, and it shows a book. You look, and the direction you could go, if you were going to go to the right or east, you look, and that one, it shows a teddy bear and an arrow pointing down that hallway. If you look to the west, you'll notice a, uh, you notice a, what looks like the uh, first aid symbol, and it's pointing that direction. And then to the south... The south shows the sun. So what should we mark down, guys? And then whatever we mark down, we should head that direction. I agree. And I imagine the sun would be a symbol for freedom, right? Would we not think that to be the case, or is that just completely making it sound too easy? That would be a way to lead us out. You know, heading that way. Or, if you get a giant-ass window, then we're just still going in a circle. Sure. Can you repeat the symbols? Oh, yeah, of course I can repeat the symbols. So the one going north... uh, Doesn't matter where they're going, the four symbols. the, The four symbols are a book, a teddy bear, the sun... And what looks like a plus sign, as if it's like a hospital sign mm-hmm. for first aid. Is 
definitely don't go to the teddy bear. We're not going to the damn teddy bear. That I, is a child I, thing. Uh, this place is full of creepy ass shit. I'm not dealing with creepy ass children. <laughs> Agreed. Um, Shucks. I should have changed. Had a different teddy, symbol. Teddy bear plus the sun and a book. Let's head to the book. Book is knowledge. We need knowledge to get out of here. True. Or we can head towards first aid. Maybe some. Ooh, first aid would might be nice. Yeah, supplies, bullets, bullets. Which we need in case of danger. So all in favor of heading towards the first aid symbol. Aye. I support it. Alright, let's head that way then, Gage. Let's mark that down. Alright. Heading back that direction, you come to the end of the hallway, and... You see two symbols on the wall now that you're looking for those. You see the first aid to the right and the sun to the left. Let's keep going. Let's go right, guys. I agree. Keep mm-hmm. Stick to the first aid. All right, hold on one second. <laughs> I'm just getting all these. You guys are actually going a lot faster than I can keep notes. <laughs> You're doing fantastic, by the way. All right, problem is, we have to worry about two things. Either he can't keep notes fast enough and he just lets us free, or kills us to slow us down. Kills well, us. Well, technically, I'm not going to... No, you know or what? kills us for shits and giggles. That's more, that's I'm, more like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. You guys are the ones... I already showed... Dingus and Coco when they first came in. I have a pre-map or a pre-drawn map set up. You guys make the choices of where you go. So what happens to you is your fault. Just saying. I didn't. I didn't even see the map because you were laying in that file. Well, no, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you couldn't see it. I didn't want you to see it. I just wanted to show you how fairly big it was. It's it's fairly big. I'll send you guys a picture of it after we're done with this. Anyways. So back to this. So you head, you're heading to the right. You're heading and sticking with the uh, the medical symbol. As you come down there, you come around there and you come around the corner and it leads to a 90 degree turn. Boom! You go that way. You're heading back that way and heads to another 90 degree turn. Now you're heading north. You head back up there and now you come to a decision. There are three directions you can go. To the right, to the left, and forward. What are the symbols? No symbols. The one to the left, the symbol to the left is the plus sign. The symbol to the uh, to the north of you is the book, and the symbol to the right is the teddy bear. First We're not going right. We're going to the plus sign. We're not going right. <laughs> Fuck that shit. All right. All right, heading back, you now come up to another area. You all look around, and something seems eerily familiar about this spot. You look, and it's you. It's you can either keep going east, you can go north, or you can go south. There are no symbols on the wall except for east shows a book, and north shows the. Uh, Sorry, North shows the book and East shows the uh, 
symbol for the plus sign, the medical symbol. You, you can just call it a plus sign. We'll know what it yeah. means. Plus sign. Sure. Keep going to the plus sign. Yeah, let's keep, let's keep going to the plus sign until it stops showing up, because then that means we're, we're where we need to be. If there's if there's no symbol for it, then means All right. we're there. So, going to the plus sign, you all head turn the corner, and oh my god, what is this? You hear some really loud thumping coming up from a set of stairs you came down from. Oh god, we've gone in a circle. Oh Hold on, guys. That was the hospital. We were already at the Just as you guys realize where you are, the doors up the stairs burst open, and a lot of the figures that Dingus saw start coming down the stairs. Uh, guys? <laughs> Just so you're aware, there is a doorway between you and them still. It is a glass doorway, so it won't be as strong as the one that was holding them Close previously. The fucking door. <laughs> However, the only way to lock it is to put something in between the door handles to leave it and lock it. Uh, the only thing think... long enough for that in the general vicinity is the bone saw in your hand. You motherfucker. <laughs> uh, how fast are they moving? They are moving, well, they're actually moving down the stairs, so they're, they're tumbling at you, some of them are. Others are just kind of, like, morodically falling. Uh, there are a few that are walking, and then others are in a almost sprint mode. The ones that actually can keep their footing. We have full-blown infected motherfuckers coming after us. Lock the door. Lock the door, Yeah, I locked the door with the bone saw. All right. So, closing the door, locking it with the bone saw right there. Time out. How many of these motherfuckers are there? There's at least 40. Okay, yeah, we locked the door. Well, as soon as you guys heard the really loud screaming and you were like, let's get the fuck out, I almost inside were so proud of you. Because I was like, if you guys were going to be like, let's explore a little bit more before we leave, I was going to be like, no, And then we went straight the fuck all the way back. Yep. (sighs) That's why I just... I don't know if you guys noticed my camera, but I was just, like, hiding smiles the whole way you guys are choosing your ways. I'm like, no, please yeah, don't I'm, walk I'm noticing that you're just keeping it eye level, so you're hiding yep. your mouth, so we don't, we can't tell if you're laughing at us. Like, you're like, good job, guys. This is why we needed a session zero, because of the fact of this, I have to get over laughing. Um, that's either, that or you're just, either that or you don't face cam. I'm thinking that that might actually have to happen. Um, I like face camming. I can actually hold it back, but it's going to be hard when you guys start looping around and going back in circles. Just like we did <laughs> Yeah. That one is just, it's so hard not to laugh. Um, okay, so right as you lock that, you, you put your bone saw into it, and it locks right then. Boom! You're face-to-face with this jawless creature. It looks like half of its face has been ripped off, and it's just oozing black goo all over the door as it's looking at you, scraping that glass door. I feel like you've got to figure out what this thing is in front of us at some point. Okay, okay. Time out. So clearly the plus sign was the hospital that we came from. So there's a teddy bear that takes us to the pediatric center. Because that just makes no. sense. No, 
that doesn't actually happen. The, the pediatric center is in, in the, the hospital. In the hospital. It was a either because it's also oh, going. Yeah. You're going east. You remember, you're going east, uh, and the hospital's in the west. So you would literally have to go around all the way to come back west just to get to the pediatrics. So just letting you know that that's out of the whole thing. So we're going to need bullets at some point because, you know, we have Panda, Panda, the, the... The cat is now clawing into your shoulder a little bit. It is a little bit afraid, like very afraid. Uh, I like hope to, so. I kind of pull it off my shoulder and down so I can run with it without getting worried about falling. Sounds good. I will allow that. Won't please even have to roll gash. for that. Please don't gash an artery. Please don't gash an artery. <laughs> no, he good. <laughs> I'm not so, that uh, much of a jerk. <laughs> the choices we have, guys, is go to the book or teddy bear. I say the book. Or the sun. Or the sun. Or the sun's still there. I say, I'll agree with you, Daniels. Let's go to the book. Sit down the book. Time to learn anything in this situation. Alright. Maybe maybe a way to kill these fucking things? Or where the exit is? Or supplies of some sort. Something. So we head to the book. Alright, so you're heading towards the book. So heading back the way you just came, it leads you back to the hallway with the three decisions. You see to the left is the book, so you take that direction. You come to the next decision, and you notice that you've been here before. It leads to a hallway that leads to a direct right turn heading towards the uh, east. It's uh, directly to the east, goes down, facing a bunch of different directions, and to the left, that's the, that's the way the cat's hissing. Because that one also, as you look at the corner going back to the left, or to the west, you notice it has a big old plus sign on it. Yeah, we don't want to go that way. That's the way that goes to pediatrics. <laughs> plus sign is bad. That means all that shit is in Which, obviously, he said... And it, it was a plus sign, like hospital, plus sign. Ugh. Why did we yeah. think it was somewhere else? <laughs> shit. Um, uh, uh, I guess go right. Yeah, All right, so go. you're heading to the book. You're following the book. You notice um, you get to that end. Again, you notice that you've been here before. You follow another area, which leads to a 90-degree turn, which leads to the book, which go to the 90-degree turn. You also notice, as you get to the second 90-degree turn, you notice a little circular spot in which you picked up the compass. You head back down that hallway and now come to the turn. You see you see another place that looks familiar, a very uh, kind of rounded-off hallway to your right in which it shows a, uh, a sun and a teddy bear on it, and then to your left, it shows a book. So now you're, so now you're heading down the left, and you come to another decision, and both ways, left and right, have a book on them. But you do notice to the left, as you shine your flashlight, there's a door. I feel like we should go to the door, guys. It yeah. What kind of door is it? It is a. It's a double door, big oak, big yes. oak door, it looks solid. Like it has 
oak door between us and the things that are trying to kill us that are probably going to break out of there pretty soon. We also need to make sure we approach it carefully because we don't know what's on the other side of that door either. And we don't have the bone saw anymore. No kicking the door. (laughs) No making noise of any kind. (laughs) All right. Who's got the flashlight? Because I I appreciate you, Dakota. Um, I believe you still have it. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm going to the damn door again. I will wield my scalpel. <laughs> and I will turn the gun around and just bash things in the head. All right. I'll slowly open the doors. So slowly opening the door, you push your way in to a bright, lighted room. As you walk in, you notice it's a room that goes down and around the corner but it's a massive library. Bookshelves everywhere. Yeah, let's just stay here. Well lit, big door, books. As you, as you all come in to the actual room, the door slams shut behind you. Closing and locking. As that happens, you hear another oh-so-familiar voice come over the PA system. Well, hello, gentlemen. Welcome back. You know what's nice about this room? The longer you're in it, the more it fills with gas. You all hear vents opening and a sound of what sounds like shh. See... This here is my own brand of nerve toxin. Basically what it does is it eats away you your organs from the inside, liquefying, and then eventually killing you in one of the most brutal ways possible. You remember those nice friends you met in the hospital? They were subject zero. Great. Perfect. Wonderful. We're going to have to find our way out of here. Just had to go to the library, Dingus. You're dumb. Yeah, Dingus, you wanted to go to the store. We should have went to the damn sunlight. It's kind of a sun the whole damn time. I'm sure that's going to be like a freaking furnace or something that's going to kill us. The teddy bear is probably the way out of here. The least obvious must have been the most obvious. So, as you guys are coming in the room, you're exploring, seeing what's up. You do notice, obviously, being a library, there's a lot of books all over the place. Some of those books, though, seem to be almost miscolored. All the books seem to be a brown color, where there are some that are specifically red, blue, orange, and green. I feel like we should touch these books, though. We need to do something. Check this See if one of these books has a solution to this gas. Spread out, but stay inside door. of each other. So which color Which color book do you pick? What colors were there? There were uh, red, blue, orange, and green. I feel like we should just spread out as each of us take a colored book. I'm taking green books. Red books. All right. And so, Coco. What was the other two colors? Orange and green. Wait, you said orange? I said green. Okay, green. And then what did you take, um, Red. Dingus? Red? So blue or orange are left. I take the blue books. All right. So red, blue, and green have been picked. 
So putting all these books out on the tables, you all start opening the books. Each one isn't really even a book. It's almost like a pop-up. As you open each one, it shows a different number. So in the red books, there are five red books in total. And there is a seven, a three, a six, an eight, and a nine. On the blue books, there are six, six in total. And there is a 10, 14, 32, 9, 8, and 6. And the green books, when you open them, there are only three of those. And in those ones, you get a 1, 0, 1. You notice, you know, well, this is why I also told you you're going to need, like, some sort of notebook. <laughs> when did you say that? When we first started doing this. Uh, I have Word open, but I didn't get the first um, three books. First three books? First okay. Three. I got the green numbers, but I didn't get the other numbers. Okay, so the green numbers you got, uh, the blue numbers are 10, 14, 32, 9, 8, and 6. 10, 13? 14. 14. Yep. 14, 32. 9, 8, and 6. 8, 6. And then the red books are 7, 3, 6, 5, or sorry, not 5, 6, 8, and 9. Oh, the green book was really boring. All right, let's grab the other book and see if there's numbers in it, too. Yes, so, I was about to suggest grabbing the orange books. So the orange books, you notice that there are ten of them. And in these books, it is nine, eight, nine, nine, seven, eight, nine. And then one, zero, one. So, I have this phone number here, guys. I feel like we should try to match this number up with the numbered books that we have here. What's the phone number? There's no, the phone number is 957-555-8863. Okay, none of the books have five. Nope. Like at all. So I'm going to go ahead and throw that out of the way for now. So, exploring the rest of the room as you uh, basically look around, you do notice a safe that is sitting in the middle of the room and it has three colors on it. It's red, blue, and orange. You also notice... You also notice that there is a phone in the in the southeast corner of the room. Call the phone number, Coco. I'm going to walk over to the phone and call the phone number. You guys try to figure out this safe. All right. So, Coco calls the phone number, 
Dring, 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 dring. Hello, office of Dr. Stevens. How may I help you? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what is uh, your general... What is uh, Dr. Stevens' uh, field? Dr. Stevens works in astrophysicists or physics and neurologist or yeah neuro- neurology my bad I'm, I'm fucking up on all these words <laughs> uh, is Dr. Stevens in at the moment Dr. Stevens is currently out on business may I take a message uh yeah can you just tell him that me Coco here uh that uh I'm looking for some knowledge on his general field and I'd love it if you call me back at this number. At this number? What number would that be, sir? Nine one five All right, sir. I will give him the message, and he will call you back. Thank you. So right as right as she's hanging up on you, and you're ha- you are about to hang up, you hear orange is the key. Orange is the key, and it hangs up. Okay, guys. So I, I walk over back to Dinger and Panda to see if they made any progress. But then I also tell them what I heard on the phone. Okay, so the orange book has ten numbers in it, meaning that could be a phone number that you should try calling on that phone. What kind of... yeah, do that. Do that. Well, let's uh, figure out a phone number from these books. Alright, I got you. Orange numbers. Are you going to go ahead and dial this number? 989-978. Nine one zero one. So, I dial that number into the phone. Hello, this is Doctor Stevens. Oh, Doctor Stevens, good to, to to meet you. I got a question on your. Uh, what kind of field do you work in? Like, what is it that you generally study? So, we've been working on a few different projects lately. One has been. A specific toxin on the basically the neural influences it has on the human brain, seeing whether or not it can trigger different things such as aggression. Uh, maybe we can actually use it to reverse it and actually take take it and help cells regenerate faster. So we're actually hoping to create a mending drug that heals you. Hmm. Well, I seem to be in. A hospital of sort, and I'm in this library at the moment. And what is being released is a toxin that is going to slowly kill us from the inside and liquefy our inside. You got anything on that? Is the color of the toxin orange, green, or red? You look down at the toxin, you notice it is a green color. Uh, Dr. Stevens, it is green. 
All right, so that is actually the first trial we used. It is, let's just say it was a failure. Um, if somebody is pumping that into your room, I would say you need the antivirus within the next five minutes or you will probably die. How does one acquire the antivirus? Um, well, not being in your situation, I wouldn't be able to tell you exactly what's in your room, but I'm pretty sure most likely somebody would keep it in some sort of a safe place. Safe Place. Alrighty. Anything else you can uh, generally lend knowledge-wise to us? Yes, well, and then right as he's about to tell you something, cuts out. And you hear a PA system chime back on with a, Oh, are you asking too many questions? I think you need to do things yourself. So you know what? Guess what happens to naughty boys who use the phone? In your hand, it blows up. The phone literally just pops in your hand. You now have a black spot on your hand with a little bit of tingling in your fingers. Well, guys, my hand is currently feeling weird, but we need to figure out this safe combination because our freaking anti-virus is in that thing. This is some saw shit. Is the safe uh, twist style or is it a keypad? It is a keypad. What are the colors again? Uh, the colors that are on top of the safe are red, blue, and orange. So green's not on there. Green might be the key. Well, the numbers for green are just 101. Someone punch that in. Alright, I'll do it. All right. I'm going to hand the cat to one of you guys in case the safe explodes. Well, thing is, you mind taking the cat? My hand feels kind of uh, tingly and doesn't feel great. Sure. Uh, right, put one zero one and then hit enter equal pound or whatever it is. So basically, Panda hands the cat to Coco. Coco pawns the cat off to Dingus. The cat then nestles itself into Dingus's chest. As you can tell, it is very afraid at this moment. You now officially pop in 101, and you hit enter. You hear a really, really loud thud as the gates of all of the the uh, furnace... It was the furnace gates? What did I use the word for? Fuck. Yeah, well, the... Uh, all the furnace there is... Huh? The gas? Yeah, oh. where the gas was coming out of. Uh -huh. Sorry. You, Those little... You, they were the grates? Yeah. Yes, thank you. That was the word I couldn't remember. The grates. All the grates closed with a really loud shut. And from the ceiling opens up more grates. And now a blue smoke is coming out of it. Oh, shit. I feel like we should ask Dr. Stevens about every color. <laughs> well, as soon as you started asking more questions, the phone blew up. So, <laughs> Alright, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to punch in the blue code now. Since the gas is now blue. Alright. Find out what's going to happen. Punching in the blue. stand back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Punching in the blue code 
You hear a really, really loud chime, and the door pops open. The gas quits from above, and those gates shut. In the, in the safe reveals three vials, each that are already put into a syringe ready for injection. And the note in front of it says, Congratulations, you beat the gas. Uh, first we can inject ourselves and then uh, leave this damn library. Hold the fuck up. Are those all the same color? Are they the same kind of shit? Are they different Yes. Colors? Every single one of them is a very, like, bright yellow color. Dr. Steven said on the phone that if there was any sort of antivirus, it would be locked away in, like, some sort of space. Safe. I'm gonna take the cat back. It's a safe way. <laughs> and I will be test number one, and I will inject myself with one of these. Alright. Coco takes it, injects himself in the arm. Oh. You feel a little bit of funniness coming through, almost like it's this surge of heat going through your arm. It hits your heart, and your heart starts racing just insanely fast, like to the point of almost having a heart attack. And, boop, you're all normal. Your hand feels a little bit better. You notice that you're feeling stronger. You don't feel as tired, almost like you were revitalized. So, uh, guys, I feel like you should take this. I kind of feel like I can punch a hole through a wall. And not any kind of wall, a brick wall. All right. Coco, I'd like to test something. I slap Coco in the face to see if he gets aggressive. There is absolutely zero aggression coming from Coco when you slap him in the face. Probably maybe a what the hell, but... (laughs) All right, I'll inject myself. (laughs) All right. uh, Panda... Panda injects himself, feeling that little course of the heat in your veins, hits your stu- or your heart, and your heart starts pounding, really pounding. You feel like you're a racehorse at this moment, like you could run a fucking marathon and a half. You are just going, and then snap, back to normal. But you're still feeling revitalized, as yeah, Coco explained to you. You feel feel like you could punch a hole in a fucking brick wall. So, Dangus, you ready to take your injection, or are you going to wait on that? (coughs) You can bring it with you. Yeah, I'm going to bring it with. I'm not going to touch this shit yet. I don't trust it. (laughs) I'm going to make sure I'm standing uh, behind Dingus. All right. So, as you gents, uh, as uh, Dingus picks the last vial out, grabs it, puts it in his pocket, making sure that the uh, needle is covered... With some sort of plastic, I would hope. You're welcome. I hope, I hope it's, it's not just a fucking needle sticking well, somewhere. It was, it was a roll of the dice on whether it was or not. And uh, you got lucky and it was a high enough roll that it was. <laughs> but, uh, so basically you guys, as you see that, a door opens just off to the uh, southeast corridor. Basically just a little off from where the phone was. <sighs> Let's uh, walk to the door, guys. Uh, I agree. We gotta get out All of right. I'll go through mystery doors. Actually, before we leave, I'll take one look around in search of any kind of medical supplies or weapon or anything to, you know, re-gear the team now that we've 
man. No problem. Um, you do notice there is a large, a large closet in the corner of the east side wall. A few desks in that area too, uh, just scattered about. Um, you search through a few of those desks. Um, Coco, you are able to find eight shots for your, uh, revolver. Dingus, you opened up the uh, closet and were able to find a machete on the wall. There is also an axe and a baseball bat in there. Uh, I'll take the machete. Is there any cat food? <laughs> fucking cat, bro. Hold on. I look. Yep. Animals the, are the best. There is a small container of wet cat food. Right. In one of I'm the desks. Take that and grab a bat. Alright, so Coco, that leaves you with the axe. So Coco has the axe, Dingus with the machete, um, and Panda has the beautiful. I'm still yeah. holding the shrapnel as well. Not the, the scalpel shrapnel. Scrap. I was like, wait, what? Scrap metal. <laughs> Hey, you, you didn't. The, you didn't hear. I found a bunch of scrap. You said the hospital. Is, you said the hospital's on the west, on side. west side. Yeah, it's going and west. And the library is where? Library's to the north. Library's to the north. So guys, once we exit this room, if there's a symbol for the sun and the teddy bear, I feel like we should walk to the teddy bear down that path. Well, there was still another book hallway, right? There was no. Yeah, there was, but technically that's the hallway you're coming out of. Okay. Yeah, yeah basically it le- it's yeah two hallways that lead to the same area. You if you would have gone to the right, you basically would have entered the library from uh, the southeast corner. Okay. And then if the, but yeah, where which is where you're exiting. But it, you guys went to the left, so you came in from like the southwest corner. But it is it is a room that is like an L. A sideways L-shaped, so you did have to like walk around the corner to get to the southeast side of the wall. Like I said, I'll show you guys a, I'll send a picture to like the chat, the group chat, and everything for you guys to see what you actually had to go through. Um, but so you come down, you guys come down through the door, you go to the uh to the right because it's a 90 degree right turn. You look down the hallway and you notice there's a door open which is the door you originally went through. Heading into there, you take uh, the left, which is going back the way you came, and uh, you do notice it shows uh, three symbols on that wall heading down to the south. There's the teddy bear, the sun, and the plus sign. You guys start heading down, and there is a two-way exit, which you are familiar with, one going south, which is kind of a little bendy one, or the one that... uh, Oof! The one south uh, has the teddy bear and the sun on it, and the one to your right is the plus sign. It's just the way you originally came from. Let's go towards the sun teddy bear. All right. Sounds like a much of a better option. All right. Coming down that area, you guys come 90-degree turn and then a 90-degree turn. And you come out to an area that, again, looks very familiar. It's a southern-facing southern hallway 
followed by your left and right would be to the west. It shows the, the plus sign. To the east, it shows the uh, teddy bear. And they're the long, the long and the short winding corridors. The the long winding corridor leads to the teddy bear, and the short winding one leads to the medics symbol. And then obviously the sun is still south. So guys, what do you want to do? Sun or teddy bear? You know what? I've been scared of the damn teddy bear this whole time. Let's go that way. Fuck it. Teddy bear away. All right, so you guys start going down the long, bendy hallway. Each step feels a little bit more eerie as you keep walking towards it, not knowing what's coming up. It's almost just the sheer adrenaline inside you. Dingus, you're feeling a little sick, just just a little, like, pukey. Not not like you're actually puking. It's that little baby vomit that happens to come up every so often. Oh, okay. like a hiccup throughout. Okay. Yeah, like that. Uh, you, you come around a long winding hallway, which leads to kind of a winding set of stairway, and then at the bottom of the winding stairway is a doorway. This door has it's it's a pink wooden door, and it has what looks like little dolls painted on it. I knew we shouldn't have come this fucking way. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have. But you know what? We're here now. Let's keep going. Yeah, we don't have an option at this point. Technically, so. you do. You have the option to go right the fuck back up the stairs and go back down the hallway. But this is your choice. How uh, how long you really think we we can uh, assume that bone saw is gonna hold? I think we should just keep going the way we're going. That bone saw is probably about to break right now. Well, oh, it's broke. We have these weapons and guns. Yeah, but they don't know yeah, where we we're have... at, so they're probably all kind nope. of chilling. No, yeah, the, the, the thing is, you guys have been gone for so long at this point, even when they broke through, there's nowhere to run, so, like, they're kind of just dormant at this point, waiting for some sort of signal to send them somewhere. Which, actually, they were sent in the direction of the library. Because when you guys entered the library, the door slammed closed, which echoed through the hallways, which there you might end up running into one or two in the hallway now, because they're kind of scattered, but they mostly all went to the, the library. Stuff you don't know, though. That's just me metagaming meta and helping a little bit. How dare you? I know, right? Sins. So are you going through the doorway or are you going back up the stairs? I'm going to go to the doorway. I'm going gonna I'm gonna to stay, stay outside the doorway. I'm going to slowly open I'm the doorway. I'm going to wait for you guys to come back. <laughs> I have weapons now. I'm going to have here. my axe like, on the back of Panda's shoulder ready to like slash and dash and slash anything that comes to the roof. All right. So basically now with you guys, so basically you guys open the door, everybody at the ready. Cat's now clawing into the back of Panda, freaking out. You guys go through the doorway and bam, what happens? But the door closes and locks behind you. I'm outside the doors though. Are you? 
I said yeah. we're staying outside the doors. Dingus is now on the other end of the doorway. Me and Panda. You, Panda and Coco are now locked in the room. Fucking knew it. Dingus, you also hear some sounds coming from the hallway down. Oh, shit. You. The door's just slammed on on the outside of the door. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, Dingus, you're kind, of, you're kind of in a sticky situation, buddy. Me and Panda are locked behind the door, but uh, we could probably have a way worse time, but you're going to have a way, way worse time. Uh, so I need to, like, hurry up those stairs and get the fuck away. All right, so you start heading up the stairs, and you get to the end of the long, windy hallway, and as you know, there's the symbols each direction. So we're going to stop with you and Panda right now, Coco. We're going to put you two on the back burner. You get to it, and you hear you hear from the right and from directly in front of you, there's the sounds of what's running at you. Okay, you so can you hear them running. The south? Oh, no, the sun's in the south. No, the sun's in the south. So that's the direction you don't hear anything lie. from. I'm not gonna lie, I have a map drawn now. <laughs> that's good. I was actually hoping you guys would start drawing the map because at that point, then you can kind of compare it to what I have at the end of it all. So if the hospital's in the west and the library is in the north, and we're at the fucking teddy bear, which I decided to stay out the doors. That was really fucking smart, Joe. Uh, <laughs> um, um, I guess I'm going to head towards the sun because there's noises of death coming down my throat. From my throat. All right. So running down, running down the south hallway, you come to the four-way stop. Obviously, the fourth being behind you. You now see one of those creatures come around the corner. And it doesn't quite see you yet, so it's kind of just like... It's kind of like looking around. Oh, it's not near you. You're oh. down the you're down the hallway. Damn. Like it, it basically came around the corner where you you were standing previously. Uh, you sprint and I cut its head off. You all right? If you want to, I was just about to let you know. Um, so you run back and you sprint and you cut its head off. Uh, slashing violently, the head falls to the ground. It drops, and you now see three more, two coming from the north and one coming from the direction that one just came from. Yay. All right. Are you heading back south, or are you going to try to I'm fight? I'm going to stand my fucking ground and fight like a boss. I got a machine. I'm going to Rick Grimes this shit. All right. So we're going to pop off of you for a quick second. That's fine. Coco. Y'all have fun. All right. Sounds good. Coco Panda, coming to you too. All right. So you both are in the room. Panda the cat is like clinging for dear life to you. It It's hissing and just like freaking out. Um, you notice in the room it looks like a young girl's room from about – She's probably around eight, nine years old. Little twin-sized bed with her uh, little dolly, dolly uh, bedspread sitting on there. It's made of like a really old metal. It's got a few dolls sitting on the bed, and they're sitting and they're facing uh, the edge or the end of the bed where the foot of the bed is. Um, you also notice there's a lot of shelves around the room. All of them have porcelain dolls on them. Um, each one of these dolls is dressed up differently. One's a nun, one's a priest, one is a, uh, just a little girl. One, one is, one is a, uh, 
one is a construction worker, one is, you know, like, and so on and so forth. Like, they're all dressed in different things. Um, you notice in the uh, middle of the room is a music box that pops open and starts playing as soon as the door closes and locks. Uh, in that music box, there is a note. And in that, or other than the note, you do see a key next to that. Uh, I'll go to the music box, read the note, and grab the key. All right. Panda's oh. got a cat. <laughs> yeah, the cat is like literally in cling mode on his back. Um, so basically, you go over and you pick up, you pick up the note and you read it, and it says, "Make sure to watch, for if you don't, they'll come up from behind and cut your throat. Take this key and leave this place, or end or end up here as one of the fa- or as a face." Okay. I'm going to pick the cat up and hold it in front of me and try to calm it down because I think we're about to have to walk into some crazy shit. Alright. That's that's perfectly fine. Alright, so you pick up the key and the music box stops. To your left, you notice one of the dolls from the bed is now missing. Where... Where can we leave? We need to leave. There's a key. We need to leave. Directly across from the door you came into, there is a door just slightly to the left of that door. So basically, like, the one you came into, if you're looking across the room, if you're looking in a directly straight line, it'd be just a little to the left of that. So it's just, like, right there over across the room. You do notice there are two shelves full of dolls next to that door. Like, I'm talking bookshelves standing from floor to ceiling. Each one of the bookshelves has a line of dolls on them. Oh, man. Okay. So, I'm going to try this key on the door. See if it works. Okay. I am going to keep my eyes on the dolls at all costs with the cat. I'm going to make sure that none of them, because there's already one moving and and missing. I'm just going to hold the cat and watch your back. All right. So with uh, you two going over to the door, Coco starts to put the key in the lock and it pops. And you now hear two thuds. One from your left directly in front of you and one from your right directly in front of you. You notice two more dolls are no longer on the shelves they were on. Uh, on Panda, Panda, uh, buddy, I feel like if we don't get out of this room, we're about to get attacked by killer dolls. I agree. Not a fan of Chucky. (laughs) Um, Are the dolls on the ground? You can't see them. They're just out of view or like they're hiding behind something at this point. I feel like I should take an act, this act to the to the to the shelf right here next to this door and kill any of these dolls. 
Oh, since they're porcelain, I feel like we should break. In charge. What if we just, what if we just beat the shit out of the ones on the bed and hope the rest don't kill us? Uh, so the the door, by the way, when you unlocked it, popped open. Oh, let's just go out of here. Let's, what's let's go the out the let's door. Let's get out. <laughs> close the door behind us so the dolls can't follow us. I was waiting for you guys to do something. Because <laughs> you were like, I want to do this, this, and I'm like, I just want to tell them the door's open. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. When I heard the pop, I was like, okay, this didn't work. We're still in the room. So as you walk away, Coco turning and starts walking away from Panda. Panda, you notice on Coco's back, there's something hanging off of it. Coco, there's some shit on your back. What the fuck do you mean there's some shit on my back? I don't know what it is. I I have a bat and a scalpel. What do you want me to do? Beat my ass a bat scalpel in the other. Just bat. You batter up. You beat the hell out of whatever the hell is on my back. (laughs) Just beat the hell out of that thing. Baseball. (laughs) Batter up. Hit swing for a home run. As you poke it, basically, it doesn't move. It just drops as if it's stuck in that position. And it fell. It falls to the ground, and you both kind of just start backing away from it down the hallway, just kind of looking at it. I kind of want to step on it and, like, break it or something. I feel like we got a real fucked up Toy Story situation going on right now. <laughs> well, I, I feel like if we don't stab it or destroy it in some way, that shit's going to wake up and come down this hallway and kill us. Let's throw it. Throw it? Where do you want to throw it? Down the hallway towards the way you have to walk or towards the doorway? Towards the door. Towards the way we have to walk so we can see it. Yeah, no, yeah. That way. Okay. Throwing it down the hallway, it hits the ground, kind of tumbles, bounce, 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 doesn't really break. Um, as it goes towards the end, you do notice it hits the ground, and it makes a fairly loud cling sound, as if something really hollow just hit the ground. Sounds Dingus, you just heard that noise. Wait, what? You just heard the, what sounds like a lo- or a very hollow pipe hitting the ground. Ting, 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 ting. Hey, and it's really loud. Zombie things in front of me? From, you're, yeah, you're, we're going to get back to that here in a sec now that you're back. So we're actually jumping over to you right now because they just threw that, and then we're transitioning to you right now. So basically you're fighting. You take the first one's head off as it comes through that uh, original from the west of you. As it comes, you slash it, it drops to the ground. You're just getting this black pussy ooze splattered all over you as you're slashing through. <clears throat> the other two are coming from the north. Uh, you turn, get into defensive stance. As they come, you slash the first one, but the second one's able to tackle you and is able to scratch into your left arm, dropping you to the floor. As you do it, you turn and you chop its head off just enough to keep it down. So you have a little bit of a cut right on your arm. It's as if something scratched you. <coughs> it's now bleeding and has a little bit of the black pus stuff next to it. Um, I carefully wipe the black pus away from it. Okie dokie. Not into my blood. <laughs> 
You do notice there is a little bit on the inside of the cut in the skin, as if it was under the fingernails. So it's already in there. Oh, shit. Syringe. So basically... I was going to say, I'm going to inject the syringe directly into my girlfriend. All right. Taking the syringe, you stab it right into the cut, getting it right into that bloodstream right away. It shoots through your arm. You feel that really, really, really warm feeling. It's just rushing through you. It hits your heart. Your heart starts racing. You get up, and you start running down the hallway south. Because at this point, you also hear, which you notice that your senses are a little bit better now, and you hear the footsteps of more of those things coming. So you get up and you run south. As you're running south, you feel that jolt, and then bam, you kick back into like a normal feeling. So you kind of slow down like the adrenaline's kicking out of you. But you also notice that, hey, the cut on your arm's magically gone. What in the world? Ooh, and you you like come it. up you come up to an area and there's three ways you can go. The first way is just south, which is the sun. The way to your uh, west, which is going to be the plus sign, and the way to your east, which actually has a moon, a wave, and a teddy bear on it. I'll be right back. Well, they're in the teddy bear place, so I probably shouldn't be back up with them. So I head that way. <clears throat> All right. So then heading towards them, or at least that direction. And then... There. So you come... You head in there, and it's the direct turn heading north. You head up north, and it comes to this weird corner, one where you see a winding hallway, which is actually leading into a stairwell, and then another way that goes directly forward to you, pointing due east. Let's go east. Gotta, gotta meet up with the fam. All right, going to east, it leads to a direct left. You head that left, which now you know is heading north. You head down that hallway, which leads to another left, and then to another left, and you meet up with a brick wall. Oh, goody. A dead end. Great. Wonderful. Perfect. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, I guess I'd be turn around, because there's no way I'm going this way. Yep, so turning back around... You hear the sounds of those creatures coming from the way that you came, and then the only way left to take would be the stairwell. Go down the stairwell. Sorry, guys. All right. Going down the stairwell, you come to the end, and you come through a doorway. So you smartly turn around, close the door, and look for some way to lock it. You notice a metal pipe on the floor. So you grab it, and you throw it in there to keep that closed. And then you turn which is heading back east, and you notice at the end of the hallway is this weird porcelain doll sitting in the middle. Uh, Basically just on, it's on its face at this moment. Uh, no. (laughs) So the only ways to go are towards the doll or up, back up the stairs you came. I guess I walked towards the damn doll with machete drawn. (laughs) All right. Thing ain't moving. Walking towards the doll, this 
chimes back into everybody. Um, I think Craig's still gone, but uh, Coco, you now see a flashlight shining on the doll. As you come up to the corner, Dingus, you notice that there's three new ways you can go. One directly in front of you. Sorry, four new ways for you to go. One directly going in front of you, which is still going due east. One that goes kind of in a diagonal, what looks like it's going northeast. One that's going directly north, which you see two figures standing down, and of course you recognize them as Coco and Panda. And then one that's going in a diagonal, or not a diagonal, but a curve going south. On each of these hallways, you notice the one going south, there is a moon and a sun. The one going in the diagonal, going up towards the northeast, there is a wave. And then the one directly in front of you going east, there's nothing. The one to the left, which they're down that hallway, you do see the teddy bear on that hallway. I beckon them to come over to me. All right, well, it's up to you, Coco, because Panda's not here, so uh, technically we'll, he's... Panda's we'll here. walk over to Panda. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, so, the, so you all meet up, and uh, Panda, were you here for me explaining the hallway situation? Only the tail end of it. Okay, so then, so from where you all are standing, from the two directions that you two are standing in, or you three are standing in, you notice one directly to your left, which is heading northeast in a curved fashion. That one has a wave on it. One directly in front of you, continuing east, has nothing. And the one to the south is basically has a moon and a sun on it. Okay, guys. I feel like every time we follow a symbol, we're locked in a room and screwed. It's true. I would think the same thing. This is very true. We should just go down this hallway with nothing there and just take our All right. As you guys start progressing forward, down through the hallway, you notice it gets longer, darker. More eerie for some reason. Something as if isn't right. And Panda, the cat starts clawing into you now. It's hissing in this direction, just wildly hissing. And it's like, and it's just freaking out at this point. So basically, you guys keep walking down this dark hallway. This cat's freaking out. And now you have this eerie feeling that there's something at the end of the hallway. And a PA system chimes on. Oh, hello. I see you found my very first subject. I hope you have a lot of fun with him. He was very special to me. And out from the shadows walks this massive Hulk-like creature. He is basically ripped in so many ways. There's scars all over his body. He basically looks like a Hulk version of Frankenstein. <laughs> well, this is, a, this is an interesting decision, guys. But you know what? We have an advantage here. We have a gun, a machete... An axe, a bat, and a cat. I like Pat, or I like uh, Coco's positive attitude on this. What are the odds he's terrified of kittens? <laughs> From the cat, Adam. 
throw the cat no. at him. No, we're not going to throw the cat at him. <laughs> Why not? What? Actually, does it notice us? That's the real question. Does it see us? It does. It is now walking towards you. Panda, so... the, the cat is now scratching you, trying to get out of your arms. We need to leave. I'm going to turn and walk, turn and... and uh, Run away. Run the fuck away. Oh, no. No faces, just me and Diggers. Alright, so if you guys are turning around and running the fuck away, you start running, and as you get to it, which direction would you like to go? Only two other directions you can go. There's the way with the sun and the moon, and then there's the way with the waves. Sun and the moon, I like the sun. I wanna... we, haven't, we haven't gone to the sun yet. Yeah. The sun waves. Sunway? Alright, so heading to the sun and the moon, you run, he comes barreling around the corner full speed, actually takes out a massive chunk of the wall in the corner between the two hallways you both originally came from, and now he's coming at Panda, the cat scratches to the point where it actually pulls a little bit of blood out of you and leaves your arms, you guys passing it up, it starts running back at the creature. As you guys turn around, or if you turn around, I guess this would be more your choice. Well, I'm going to watch the cat. All right, so... Coco, shoot that fucking thing at least. At least give the cat a fighting chance. (laughs) See, I don't want to shoot it, because if I shoot it, it will make noise. Exactly. So, as as you watch the cat turn and start running towards it, you notice... The eyes get red as it jumps from your chest, Panda, and its its actual body from its head down its stomach actually splits open into this massive mouth, and it <laughs> engulfs the Frankenstein Hulk. And it, as it does that, it basically falls to the ground on its side and starts, like, twitching, 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 and then the cat just burps, and it, you just see the hand come flopping out of the Frankenstein. Wait, uh-huh. the cat or the Frankenstein? The hand of the Frankenstein came out of the cat's um, abnormally large demonic mouth. Well, guys, this cat is more than that meets the eye. It's a So what? Isn't that what they were called in, uh, in uh, Avengers? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I just thought about that. That wasn't what I was planning on going for, but now that you mention it. I'm going to call the cat back over to me. The cat can't move. It's actually hurt. And it's now it's now actually like whining, wincing as if it's in pain. I want to approach it. Okay. Let's see if it's still friendly to me. As you approach it, you get down on one knee and put your hand down out to it, trying to, like, extend your courtesy for it. And the cat actually brushes its head against you, and you watch it. Its eyes go black, and it dies. Oh, well, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. My cat died, damn it. He's been with us through the whole damn match. You know what? This cat has gone down as a hero. It killed this gigantic crazy fixing thing that could have ripped us to shreds and we all would have died. The cat would have th- died after eating it. Well, just think about it this way, guys. 
You originally wanted to stab the cat in the beginning, so what well, would have no, happened if you tried to kill it? I just didn't want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> of us originally wanted to stab the cat. True, true. If you guys were to have stepped on it. I, I did hear a few people saying to step on it or kick it and get rid of it. Just avoid it. Just get Me rid of it. We're okay with keeping the cat at arm's reach. <laughs> Genghis was ready to, to, to annihilate the cat. Well, see, and could you imagine if Dingus would have done that? We would have fallen. died. Um, so basically now, you guys are heading down this long uh, hallway corridor. It's now leading down some stairs. It's bending a little bit, but you now come to a corner, and through that corner you come around and it leads you to a fork in the road. The fork in the road leads you with no symbols to either side. Just right out of the hall that you're coming from, it shows a moon and a sun on the wall. And that's it. And there's two paths you can choose. Well, we still have the flashlight, so I feel like we should shine the light down these hallways. I do. All right. So down the path to your right, you do a, you see a long, dark hallway. A little long. And then to the path on your left, you see another long, dark hallway that you can't quite discern anything of. I'd like to go down the path on the left. I checked out there for a second. Y'all have to leave me. No worries. So you you guys want to go to the left end? Oh, the cat's dead. Oh no, not the cat. It killed the giant Frankenstein monster and then it died. How the fuck did it kill it? It was a tiny baby kitten. Uh, it opened up its massively demonic mouth that opened from the tip of its head all the way down its stomach, and it ate it. It became a crazy psycho cat that was good enough. Now, it brings me back to the idea of, had you killed this cat, Dingus, we'd be fucked. <laughs> I would killed this cat. Or had you tried to kill the cat and it got mad. It would have killed us. It would have killed you. <laughs> I would have killed the other so, one. So then, uh, Dingus, to get you up on what it is, you guys came to the end of this hallway after the cat had passed, and you come around the corner, and where you come from, you see the symbols for the sun and the moon on the same side of the hallway. However, you now come to a fork in the road. To the left, it's a long, dark hallway. To the right, it's a long, dark hallway. But there are no symbols on either one, so either one could be the sun or the moon. Uh, Panda has suggested to go left. Coco, what do you say? At this point, I'm going the way Panda said, even though most directions we've gone have turned into, we've been fucked, but you know what? We're going to figure this out, so let's go left. Left is... Alright, heading down this left hallway, you come around to another bend in the hall, coming, 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 and you go to the end of that hallway, and there is a metal door there. There is nothing on it, just a handle. This time, I'll slowly push it open if I can, having my gun drawn, ready to pop things in the head. Alright. 
opening up the doorway. You hear the, you hear nothing. As if it's a very well-maintained door. There's no screeches, there's no squeaks, there's no nothing. It opens gently and softly. And then as you open it, it opens into a completely dark room. Like, I'm talking so dark, you literally can't see anything outside of the light that the flashlight is giving you. So what do we do, guys? Kill it with fire. Well. Kill it with fire. Alright. I think we should just walk in there. I don't care anymore. Cat's dead. None of those matters. I'll That's not true. And I'll just fucking go in there and see what's in there. Yep. You know what? I'm with Panda. Let's go in there. Alright. What about you, Dingus? What's your thought? I'm going to just go with the group at this point, because... Because the last yep. time Dingus stood outside, he had to fight his way back <laughs> to us. <laughs> All right, so... Walking into the room, you hear nothing. You walk in the room, it's completely dark, and as soon as you walk in, the door closes very gently, and it does not lock. It just closes, and you cannot see anything. Even though your torch is on, there is some sort of darkness in here that is pretty much shutting out the light. Damn it, this is when I wish we had the cat. Cat at least let us know of danger. <laughs> well, the cat's fucking dead now, Coco. We gotta fucking figure this shit out for ourselves. We're still trapped in the cat. So? Mousetrap. I want to throw the scalpel and see if it hits anything. You throw the scalpel and you hear ting 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 as it slowly echoes out of existence. This is a big ass room, guys. So let's stay together. Or I have really good aim and managed to hit a hallway. Give me the flashlight. Hands flashlight. I'm since I feel like I'm in front of you guys a bit, and we'll just walk down this hallway. Or keep walking until we run into something. Alright, so you guys keep walking, noticing that there's no light. You are literally holding on to each other. It's the only way you know where you are. The torch light literally is just... You see, when you look at the torch, you actually see the light itself coming from the bulb. But it doesn't shine out past that point. That's how dark the darkness is. You also now hear a chuckle in the in the darkness. <laughs> I think we might have found the guy. I hope we found the guy because I'm gonna murder him. Keep going. All right. As you guys keep walking, you notice that you walk into a wall, and you notice that it looks. Or it actually, the way that it feels, I should say, the way it feels is round, as if you're in what seems like a dome. Mm. Where did my scalpel go? I'm not telling. 
I'll shine the flashlight at the floor to see if, uh, to see, to, to see what the floor is kind of looking like. Taking the flashlight and pointing it down, you notice the same thing. That light doesn't leave the actual distance of the bulb. <coughs> All right. Well, I'm going to make sure my bat is touching the wall. I'm going to take a left and keep going. All right. As you do this and you keep going, your bat hits something. Flips a switch, and the top of the dome splits open, and you see a massive moon, one that seems abnormally big for the, the distance it is from where you are standing to where it is. It's a shining light into this room. Yes, you now see everything in this room, including the man standing in the middle. Hello. Okay, guys, I feel like we need a plan of an attack. He's in the middle here. We've got to take an angle at this guy. How far away are we from him? You are at least a good 15 to 20 feet from him. I want to say hello and see if he responds. All right, saying hello, he turns to you, has a blank face, just a completely white face, as if it's a cloth over it. As he looks at you, he he looks and he goes, So you finally found my area. It's good to see you made it through my maze. Good to hear your sexy voice. However, the only problem is, this is not the end of it. You actually could have gone to the exit, but instead you decided to come to me. Damn right. I think that deserves a reward. He extends his hand, and as he does, you see that same green cloud come from his hand as if it was coming out of the gates of the floor before. It hasn't quite hit you. It's coming towards you at this moment, like it's seeping into the air. Um, I think he's a crack. Why are you doing this, Jack? What do you mean, why am I doing this? I need subjects to further my research. Why not you? Don't you see the way I look? Doesn't it look like I haven't done research on myself? Oh, the endless tests, the needles, the amount of fun I had. Oh, my God. How many test subjects you had, yeah? fucking orgasming. Run away. <laughs> hmm. The amount of fun I've had with each of these individuals. Did you know the person you cut in half, or at least the head of that person, used to be a woman named Susan? She worked in my department. It was fantastic when you cut her head off. She was a bitch. I'm glad she's in a Shoot him with your gun. You have to. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to ask you your name, sir. Okay. My name? Why would you like to know my name? Because I want to know the name of the guy who's been pulling the strings here. Ah, but don't you recognize the voice? 
Don't you recognize yeah. speaking with me? Yes. Well, see, I can't even call you a bastard because you helped out. <laughs> well, and that's the fun part. When you think someone's helping, but they're really pushing you to a point. I wanted oh, no. you to take those drugs to be my next subjects. You, you took the version... You took the version 3.0. It is a beautiful concoction of so many things. I'm going to create the greatest super soldiers of all time. Watch as the this beautiful toxin hits your lungs and it doesn't do a thing. Each of you, each of you feels the lung or the toxin entering your lung, but you don't feel any different. Normal. Everything seems normal as if your body's fighting it off. I want to approach him. As you approach him, he extends his hand to you. Do you see my side of things? Have you finally come to me for help? No, I want to know where my scalpel is. <laughs> what scalpel? <laughs> what I threw earlier. Oh, well, that's over on the floor over there. <laughs> I don't know why it's of such importance, so but first it's thing a scalpel. I, I, I guess at that point it is very sentimental. Oh, speaking of sentimental things, and just as he says that, you you hear the door just burst open, and there's the cat. With the cat. The cat runs over to Panda, jumping on him. Alright, evil crazy guy that tried to kill us, we can be friends now, you gave him my cat back. <laughs> oh, I didn't give you his, him back. He's one of the experiments. Didn't you know? He's like a phoenix rising from the ashes. You kill it once and poof! Burst of flames, the cat's back. No, That's I didn't why. know. How the fuck would I know that? Well, maybe you should have tried something. I don't know. I'm just trying to put you in situations that could kill you. I'm not the one who's over here being the subject. You're the one who gives me the recordings so I can test better. This is the point. Test subjects who actually have feelings towards it. You people are the perfect people. I just... Yeah, no, why us? Why us three? Don't you see? Your blood was perfect. It coincided perfectly with the neurotoxins that you injected. That allowed you to become who you are now. Look at the power you have. Feel it coursing through your veins. It's beautiful. I can see it. Let me ask you this. Do you still have a way to, to stop us now? Yes. Easy. You think just because I give you powers of this, I wouldn't have a contingency plan? What mad scientist do you think of me? So I want to see you stop dingus. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw to the wolves, fuck. What do you want me to do? I can stop his heart. He snaps his fingers. Dingus just drops. His heart starts or stops right in a, on mid-beat. Snaps his fingers. Dingus' his heart's beating again and he stands back up. I saw Coco in the mouth. Take his gun and shoot the dude. <laughs> Co 
Coco, you have a chance to react, but it's not a very good chance. Uh, I'm gonna step away from Dingus with my gun in hand and <laughs> slap him in the face with the back end of the <laughs> Dingus is able to successfully sock you in the mouth. Was able to grab you the, or grab the gun from your hand as you are falling backwards. As you fall backwards, you stumble into Panda, who then falls down as well. Dingus then turns and unloads all six shots of that revolver into the face. Into the face. Oh, that's what you did? You did shoot once? I shot once. I didn't, I, I didn't hear. I like to react to try to get out of the way of Coco so I don't get knocked over. You can. You can. You can react. I was just letting you know what was happening up until that situation. Plus, you can I'm react. Where my scalpel is. I'm not even back up <laughs> Anyways, Dingus shoots the, cre- or the guy in the head, and he drops. Dingus, why, why'd you shoot him? Kind of wanted more answers. Fuck that guy. Panda, by the way, your scalpel's on the floor. Yeah, like, I just was... a little off. Okay. You know, sir, I feel like now that you shot him, and we've knocked over Panda, I feel like this cat is going to get very angry. No, Panda was able to walk out of the way. I want to go approach the damage <clears throat> that shot. Basically, what I happened was... The, I put the gun at Coco. All this happened, and... Basically, Dingus punched Coco in the face. Coco started falling. Panda made the decision to go over and pick his scalpel up, which moved him out of the way. Coco then <laughs> fell to the ground. And now Dingus shot the man in the face. The man dropped. And now Dingus is uh, pistol to the face of Coco. Now, I'm I will approach the gun. Panda, just to make sure he's really dead. You know, he could have... Since he's injected himself so many damn times, he could be immune to this bullet bullshit. Panda walking up to him notices a black ooze. He's just gonna move? Maybe I want no. to tell him Coco's Coco's the one that's on the ground. Sit Coco's Coco's on the ground with the gun in his face. Panda's already over there. Panda's searching the body. Panda searches the body and notices that there is a black ooze coming from his face. And it's oozing on the ground as his body's somewhat slowly deflating. Yeah, I knew that shit wasn't real. So he's kind of made up of this shit. Mm-hmm. Might not even be a real body. Might have just been controlling this thing from somewhere remote. Now it would be a turn of events if it was actually me who was the mad scientist. <laughs> not. So well, now up. this room is I'm lit gonna... up. So, Dingus, if you want to get the gun out of my damn face, and we can actually <laughs> search this damn room and see what the hell... He's counting here. Did the cat react to the situation at all? No, the cat didn't hiss or didn't nothing. It just was so excited to see you. It came over to you, and that was it. I holstered the gun, and I helped Coco off the ground. You also notice there's nothing of any discernible importance in this room. It's basically an empty room. <coughs> I want to get out. Back room, out of, is the door open? Can I go out the door? Yeah, the door is open, and it's the only door out of here. I want to go back to the fork and go down the other hall now. All right, I so now... I want to find, like, a vial to see if we can collect a sample of this guy's blacky ooze. 
Well, if you want to hold it in your hand. <laughs> we don't have any. Yeah, there's nothing there. If you guys would have picked up maybe a vial at the hospital or something, I would have been accepting of it. But Because yeah. oh. technically both Dingus and Panda were in areas where there was uh, scientific equipment where they could have grabbed some sort of a test tube. But, My I mean, that's not – that wasn't like really their like main plan when it came down to like getting the hell out of this creepy hospital. <laughs> they were ready to run and get out. I was just joking. Well, and in fairness, guys, this is technically just our first session. So like every time we do this, you guys are going to get like basically a built knowledge of how I do things. And then you're going to be starting to look for more and more shit as you go. Like you're going to be like, oh, well, he did this last time. Well, I'm going to search every nook and cranny in this room. <laughs> but we also have oh, yeah, somewhat of a time limit on And a piano game, falls on your head. Which so is kind of now in this room. Yeah, like, we can't just be, oh, like, no. looking for everything all the time. See, they just shot him. So now we don't know how long we have before we become, like, some crazy-ass psychopaths. We don't even know if that was a real person. <laughs> Thank you, Panda. That wasn't even a real motherfucker. I shot him in the face because he fucking stopped my heart, you dick. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, in his defense, Coco, technically you told him to do it, and then he did it, just in a different way. And we, yeah. we could have gotten more knowledge on our situation. <sighs> okay, so, coming back down the hallway, you come to the fork on the road, and you start heading down the other hallway. On the door, you see a massive sun. You open the door, and there it is. You see the sun. You walk out of this facility into the uh, distance, and you walk right out. And what looks like you're in the middle of a, uh, basically you're in the middle of a mountain range on the top of this hill. And there's like a few cars out in this area, and it's this big gated off area. And it goes down a hill around the mountains on the road, and basically you guys get into a vehicle, drive away. Can we get in a separate vehicle? You can get in. I said there was a couple of them out there. There's like probably four or five of them. So yeah, if you guys want to, you can get in separate I, vehicles. I want to get into a separate. I don't want to leave yet. And just follow them. I want to. I shoot Coco's wheels out because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take my axe and slash your back. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. I, don't, I don't even have to murder you guys. You guys are going to murder each other. Is the cat happy to be leaving this place? Yes. Right, you got the tires out of that car. Wasting your bullets. So now you guys get out of here and... Fuck, I accidentally muted you guys, and now I can't unmute you. I, somehow, I can't hear Blade anymore. It's because I muted him, and I can't oh. unmute him? I don't know why I'm, like, the leader of this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Only Blade is muted now, because it muted me, too. He looks so sad. Well, you unmute Exit. yourself. Damn it, Blade, unmute yourself. <laughs> <laughs> See, now he can laugh at the maniacal. Oh! Here we go. Is that good? 
Is that yeah. good? Can I do it? Oh, okay. I had control of this. Yeah, it was really weird. I thought that was weird. It's like, it tells me as I'm talking, it goes, oh, another person in the chat muted you. I'm like, what? Who muted me? Oh my god. It's so violated. Well, it's like something comes up to kill you, mute. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't, bitch. <laughs> Alright, so, by the way, guys, that was the end of the first one. Uh, does it make you feel you, or does it make you feel any better that a half hour into this, you literally could have walked down to the sun and gotten out? I wanted to, in my defense. I know you. You all technically were debating it, but then you guys were like, "Well, let's go this way." Let's bam, 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 just <laughs> well, like this let's go pole. to the fucking plus sign. We just back to the I mean, then again, we did listen to Dingus and go to the books, and then got screwed. Then we ended up going to the teddy bear and getting even. Uh, Panda, like you can stop recording now. By the way, too. Oh yeah. Just. There we go. So, if 